Okay, guys, we're at the top of that Chedem of Bet, a new Mishnah. Okay? Um, you'll see, again, more examples of similar things in this Mishnah, which is, again, trying to avoid Tiratha Yateira, like extra work during Cholomoe, but also uh, trying to uh, manage things like Dabar Ha'aved, right? So that's always like the balance we're trying to strike here. So the Mishnah says, Ein chofrin kuchin one is not allowed to dig out a kuch. A kuch is like a tomb, or kvarot, or graves. Rashi says here, letzorach metin, for the dead. Shedarkan lachpor kuchin kvarot lizmanan letzorach metin. Sheyamutu detircha yeteru. That they used to dig these graves, or like these crypts, sort of, like out of the mountainside or whatever, um, uh, for the purpose of people who passed away. And it's extra tircha. The point is that it's extra tircha to dig these like bechatchila and the cholamah. We try to avoid that. Aval mechanchin etakuchin b'moed. But you are allowed to be mechanech. Rashi says mefarish b'gemara. We'll see what that means exactly. Um, but that you're allowed to do. Presumably, if you just have to guess, right? We say mechanchin is something that's like either doing something like uh, making an improvement to it or something like that, as opposed to starting starting fresh. Ve'osin nivrechet b'moed. Once allowed to make a nivrechet. Rashi says a nivrechet is a brecha shel kopsin. It's a pool for launderers. He says that's not such a lot of work. Rashi says. Ve'aron im hamet b'chatzer. You can make an aron uh, like a coffin with a, uh, a dead body in the courtyard. We'll see more about that in the Gemara too. It seems a little bit weird. Rabbi Yosef ala im ken yeshimon nisurim. Rabbi Yosef says it's prohibited unless there are already boards there, like wooden boards. Okay, so the Gemara says like this. My kuchin and my kvarot. Like, what's kuchin and kvarot? So, Amar Abida, kuchin bechafirak, kvarot bebinyan. The difference is that a koch is by digging, and a kever is by building. It's not exactly clear what it means by building. What are you building? Like, you build a grave? It's sort of a strange uh, concept. But maybe it means, like, into a mountainside, as opposed to, like, building up something else, like from stones, maybe something like that. Um, you know, uh... Yeah, something like that. Okay, it's the same thing. Brighta said exactly the same thing. says, right, We know the word chinuch from like education, right? But education sort of means like to build something up, right? To like improve something. That's what the chinuch kind of is, right? Um, uh, so it says here, If it's like very long, so you can shorten it, like fill it in a little bit. Uh, it's on the Brayta that you can lengthen it or you can expand it. Okay, so you see that. Expanding a little bit, so that's reasonable, but bring, making a brand new one wouldn't be uh, ideal. Okay. So what is a Nivrecha? It's a Bakia. Okay, so a Bakia, same thing, right? <laughs> I said, you know, if they understand the language, so then that helps. For us, probably doesn't help much. Nivrecha, Bakia, what's the big difference? Uh, presumably, means it's pool. The Gemara says, "Ve'hatanya hanivrechet ve'habakia." It doesn't seem to make sense because the Brayta taught us that both a nivrechet and a bakia means it sounds like they're two separate things. Amar Abayi v'teimer Ravkana giha ubar giha. It's a giha and a bar. The son of a giha, meaning it's a it's a pool and it's like a smaller pool. Look at Rashi here. Giha ubar giha. He says, "Brecha gedola shosin b'chatzer shiichnesu bo kol hashovchim." So the brecha is a larger pool that they make in the courtyard. So like all the people who like pour their water, right? I guess for the and the laundry process, I guess enters into this pool. Uh, bakia is a bargia, which is a brecha ktana. It's a small pool. Shosin samuch l'gdola. They put it next to the big one. Kadeshi kansu hamayim hayutzim l'gdola l'ktana. Shim le'av nechazim l'ktana. It's like a spillover, you know, pool. So okay, so either of those things uh, are gonna be uh, are gonna be okay. Uh, okay. Uh, moving along. 
Ve'aron im hamet v'chatzer, Tanina laha de Tano Rabbanah, so it was taught the following, Osin kol tarkei hamet, you can do all the things for the purpose of a deceased person, am cholamoid, goes ezin lo se'aros, it's interesting, you know, you see sometimes like the care for the for the people who, who are deceased, uh, it's such a care, like goes ezin lo se'aros, means they cut the hair, it seems, like, it seems like a very loving thing to do in a certain sense, right, like the halachas are very like, you know, uh, objective a lot of times, but you see like in halacha sometimes, like, wow, like, it's not like they cut the hair, like, you know, to make it more like trim, I guess, that's interesting, I don't really know much about that. Umechabsin uh, loksuto, they wash a garment, okay, so you don't want to uh, dress the deceased in like a dirty garment. Also, the body walks slower through the hair. That's interesting, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Russia doesn't say anything here about that. Ve'osin lo arun minisarina minisarina be'erv yomtov, and you're allowed to make a coffin out of boards that were cut Already by Erev Yom Tov. Rabbi Shimon Megamil Omer, Afevin Etzin Uminasran Betzina Betoch Betov. Rabbi Shimon Megamil says you can even bring wood, uh, like logs, and cut them into boards privately inside the house. Meaning that the concern seems to be, as Rashi explains this earlier, that that uh, if you do it, let's say for example, the Mishnah say you can do it with the Aron in the Chatzer, I mean with the mate in the Chatzer. Why in the Chatzer? So he says because if you don't have the mate in the Chatzer, someone just hears you doing like a lumber project, you know, like a woodworking project. So that's not appropriate to do on Cholomoin. But if you see the, the, the mate is sitting there, they'll say, oh, you're making a coffin. Like, they'll understand exactly why you're doing it. Again, it seems a little like uncouth, right? Like, you sort of like have the body sitting up there. It's not really very proper. But nonetheless, similarly, right, there's a machloka. Can you make the boards or not make the boards? So some say you can't make the boards. That's too much work. Too much work. You'll, figure, find, you'll find another method. The other one says, no, you can make the boards as long as it's inside the house. Privately, we're in a way that sort of doesn't uh, impinge maybe in other people's experience of Cholomoed, or maybe it doesn't look like you're in violation of Cholomoed, but certainly you would do it for the purpose of the uh, of the of the mate. What's so, the, uh, what's there on there that says you do it privately? That's uh, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Okay. okay, that's the end of that point. Now, the new Mishnah, the new Mishnah now, is a uh, sort of tells us about a famous halacha that uh, maybe uh, don't know the source of. So it says like this. The Mishnah says, "Ein nosin nashim b'moed." One may not marry women on cholamoed. Lo bitulot velo amanot. Whether there are uh, un- previously unmarried women or widowed, and usually when it says amanot in this context, that means previously married, so it includes divorced women. Velo miyabmin. You also don't prefer yibum. Mipnesha simcha hi lo because it's a simcha for him. Okay, so it's so strange. So Rashi says here, "Befarish begemar." Like why? Like it seems very strange that you would think. Like I'm I want to have simcha. So I think that's a great time to get married. Like, what a special thing, right? Sukkah is coming up. What about sukkah's wedding? Like, what a beautiful time, you know? You think, oh, the sukkah could be the chuppah, you know? It's a nice little canopy. So, dafka not. You're not allowed to do it. We have to see why that is. Avam machzir who had grushato, but he's allowed to return his grusha. I mean, if he's divorced the woman, he can remarry her. The woman can also uh, prepare her uh, jewelry on cholamoid. Uh, we'll see more about that in Gemara too. A woman should not use uh, seed is like um, lime. I guess they would put like lime on their face, like to, uh, women would put lime, like they could have like maybe treat their skin somehow. Um, so he says, not be patient. Because it's nivul, it's a disgrace to her. Meaning, Rashi says, like it's one of those treatments. I guess like the initial impact is negative, and the longer term impact is positive. So the moment of Cholomoe, she'll be like embarrassed to go outside. Her face maybe gets all red or something like that. Who knows what? But then afterwards, it's good. So don't do that treatment on Cholomoe because it's not pleasant in the present tense. She breaks out. 
Yeah, whatever, whatever, like maybe not whatever. Like, you know, it's sort of like sometimes you imagine like these uh, masks or something that women, you know, like go whatever. And you take it off, it's irritated, it's like red, whatever. And then you wait a day and it looks great, but like, you know, for the moment it's not great. Okay, then the Mishnah tells us, so we just said that, a regular person, and uh, someone who's not an expert, an amateur, can sew normally. A professional can machlib. Machlib probably means like doing certain type of stitches, but more like rudimentary stitching um, for things. You can also like, uh, Rashi says also the Gemara is not explained, but it means basically it's like adjust the straps of beds. And you used to have like these leather straps. I think they tighten the straps and things like that. So you can deal with that. Rabbi Yossi Omer Mimatrin. We make them tighter. So we'll see more also about uh, about uh, how it works for the beds when it comes to uh, when we get to the Gemara. Okay, the Gemara wants to pick up on the first point here. The Gemara says, Vigis Simcha Hilo. My hubby. And if it is a Simcha for him to get married, big deal. Like, my hubby is like, what of it? Like, why is that problematic to, to do something happy for yourself in Cholamoy? So, Amr Rabbi Damar Shmuel, Vachin of Rabbi Elazar, Amr Rabbi Ushaya, Vachin of Rabbi Elazar, Amr Rabbi Elazar, Amr Rabbi Chanina, Lepishain, Marvin, Simcha, Besimcha. Maybe you heard that concept before. We don't mix Simchas together. Rashi says, Kolomar, Ba'inan, Delismach, Besimchat, Moed, Lechudei. We want him to rejoice in the holiday alone. We don't want you, you know, like uh, mixing things in, blending the Simchas together. We don't want to do that. Rabbi Barapuna says it slightly differently. He says because you'd be leaving aside the simcha of the holiday and you'll be involved in the simcha of your wife. Right? And, we, and in Dhaka, during the holiday, you should be focusing on the simcha of the holiday. Okay. So, Amrle Abai Lerav Yosef, Rabbi says, Rav Yosef, had the Rabbi Barapuna de Rabu. That statement of Rabbi Barapuna is actually really reflected in the statement of Rav. De Amar Rav Daniel Barkatina Amar Rav. From where do we see you should not marry women on Cholomoy? Shanemar says, You should rejoice on the holiday. On the holiday, but not with your wife. Not the wife that you're currently married to. It means the wife that you are not yet married to. That's the idea. You shouldn't rejoice with your new wife. That's not the goal when it comes to the Moe. Ula Amar, Ula has a very different explanation of this Mishnah. He says, It's because of the Burden of the preoccupation. Rashi says, He's saying that preparations to make a wedding are overwhelming a little bit, and we don't want you to be involved in that level of difficult work. Just that we don't want you to do all the sorts of garden work and you know, field work during Cholomoy, so you shouldn't be preparing a wedding during Cholomoy as well. Rabbi Yitzhak says it's because of bitul, to be a nullification of the mitzvah puravu. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, to ishari nisuin biyom tov, ein adam no se isha kola shnakula. Ela mamtin adamoeche he osesu da achat nisuin. Because if you're allowed to have a wedding on yom tov, what would people do? Look, people didn't have a lot of money. Okay, so to make a wedding is a lot of money, and to make yom tov meals is also like expensive. Because you have special food for Yom Tov. So what people want to do is they want to double up. So let's say it's like two months before Sukkot. So they say, look, I'm not going to get married now two months before Sukkot in the summer. What I'll do is I'll wait. We'll have the wedding in Sukkot. And then we'll have a one big wedding slash uh, Yom Tov meal. And that will be, uh, we'll cover both, you know, and we'll save some money that way. And he says is, that's a bitul period for you. If a person's ready to get married in the summer, so why would you have several months where they can't have children, right? Because you're not getting married. You have to, uh, you should go ahead and... And uh, uh, get married early. Okay, so different reasons. We saw, and so again, so we saw Amar and Simcha Simcha, a variation of Amar and Simcha Simcha. We saw Torah, and we said Bittu Piri Vrika. 
Um, let's just do a tiny bit more. Maybe the Akashan is. It says, Kol Elu Shamru Asarin Lisa Bemoed, Mutarin Lisa Erev Harega. That all these cases we saw that are not allowed to get married on the Moed, they are on the holiday, you're allowed to get married Erev Harega, Rashi says at the top, Tolomar Mutar Lechatzila. You can do this. Even though the Shivatimeya Mishta, the seven days of what we call the Shabbat Bracha week, will be during the uh, Chag. So Gemara says, Kasha, um, one second. Yeah, Kasha Lakulu. So that's a difficulty for all of these opinions. Um, one second. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's keep it. Let's go a little farther. This is a long amount more. Okay. Uh, it says, It's not difficult for the one who says, because of Simcha, said, no, because the main Simcha is that one day, the one day of the holidays, of the one day of the wedding. So if you get married on, 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 on Erev Yom Tov, that's fine. It's true. There's Shiva Dimei Mishta during Yom Tov. That's okay. That's not going to be considered to be a Marvin Simcha of Simcha. The Madam Rishum Tircha, also when it comes to the preoccupation or the, the work involved, again, Iker Tircha Chad Yomahu. Also, the main Tircha is one day. And the Madam Rishum Birtu Perivrivya, the Chad Yoma, Lomashi Indish Nafshei. For one day, a person's not going to delay. Meaning, like, that's not such a big difference, right? Meaning, like, if I'm going to get married in the, in the summertime and I can get married Erev Yom Tov, so I'm not going to do it for that, you know, for that one extra savings. But uh, if I do it on Yom Tov itself, I would do it. But the one extra day is not going to be worth it. And therefore, it's not really difficult for any of the opinions. So we have all these different opinions, but it is. And then we'll hopefully tomorrow we'll start talking about the, uh, the source for Aim Arben Simcha to Simcha. We will stop here. Shkosh.